following Dharma talk was presented at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota as part of the weekly Dharma series. The speaker is Mark Nunberg, guiding teacher at Common Ground. Welcome, everyone. So I'm continuing a series of talks on equanimity, and this is in the context of developing some skill and bringing the practice alive in our daily lives. And in particular, we're exploring this this very important dynamic which simplifies the whole spiritual path. So instead of seeing ourselves as a spiritual aspirant who has to learn a whole bunch of things that we then have to become. You know, we have to become skillful at being kind and compassionate and forgiving and patient and clear and wise. And then very soon it starts to feel overwhelming and we want to go watch the Olympics <laughs> and, you know, root for the Americans or something like that. Because it seems like a really heavy trip to be good, to be holy. So the nice thing about this particular way of understanding how a spiritual practice or a spiritual life unfolds is it's, uh, it's like really keen in to the catalyst for insight or for the transformation of our mind and in particular of our view or understanding. So from a Buddhist point of view, the uh, crux of the matter is our understanding. So we're trying to change our understanding from, generally speaking, a self-centered view of things to a view that's not caught or tied down by a self-centered perspective. And so the basic dynamic, the catalyst for insight, is to open to life, to open to experience as it actually is. This is what we call, this is why we have this word mindfulness. This is a mindfulness meditation center. And you know, mindfulness can sound very superficial, like, well, you just pay attention. But there's something deeply radical about paying attention or opening. When we really open, then our view gets transformed. Because our view, our sort of deluded notions of things, our self-centered notion of things, it's dependent on not seeing things clearly. If we really were seeing things clearly, we wouldn't have deluded views. We wouldn't be seeing ourselves apart from everything. But because we're under the influence of our habit energy, we then, in a sense, see through those that filter and everything then confirms our habit energy. Because we're looking through our habit energy to experience our lives, and then by definition, of course, it all makes sense. Just like in a more uh, ordinary sense, we see the world events through the eyes of an American. And so our American views make perfect sense. <laughs> You know, these are the bad guys, these are the good guys, and so on and so on. But it's because we're looking through a particular cultural lens that everything sort of fits. And it's not so easy to get beyond our lens, but the Buddha discovered, and other people have discovered, rediscovered, this very effective way for getting beyond our views, which is the cultivation of clear seeing, or mindfulness. So... um, I've been talking about the four Brahma-viharas, these four divine abodes, divine or beautiful, 
emotions. These are the emotions the Buddha said were worth cultivating. The emotion of loving-kindness, the emotion of compassion, the emotion of uh, empathetic joy or sympathetic joy, or the translation I like for mudita is appreciative joy, and then the fourth is equanimity. So these are the four flavors of an enlightened, wise heart. Loving-kindness, compassion, joy, appreciative joy, and equanimity. And again, the way that we uh, ignite or open to these wholesome, beautiful qualities, it's always about letting life have its effect, letting the truth of our experience have its effect. If we can really let in, if we can really see things clearly, then these four beautiful qualities will start to manifest in our lives. Or, if we continue to live in a way where we're filtering things a particular way, like seeing things through the lens of our self-centered fears and self-centered desires, then these four beautiful emotions are less likely or won't arise. So it's just a matter of can we let our experience teach us what it can teach us. But we have, that means we have to actually see it as it is. So lately I've been talking about equanimity, like what do we see, what do we open to that allows for the flowering of equanimity, the arising of equanimity? What is the proximate cause for equanimity to rise? In the past we've talked about well, what's the proximate cause what does the heart see or open to for loving-kindness or compassion to arise or for joy to arise? But now, the last couple of weeks and the next couple of weeks, we're specifically noticing when the heart or mind sees this clearly, 